On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Program. No, no, no. Stick around. Hang out with us. Cool. Yeah, we'll stay and hang around with you. Stream the show on the free ESPN app or on your Alexa, Google, or Siri smart speaker. Turn it up! Turn it up! Spend your lunch with Ken by calling 888-760-3776. Are you crying? Oh, my Lord. I am sorry, honey. Please don't. Could you get your daddy on the phone? Don't hang up, please. I- it's Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Program. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, here's Ken LaVica. The Field of Dreams game was awesome last night, and even non-baseball fans can be totally into that. That said, Major League Baseball, I urge you, I urge you, resist overdoing it. People like it doesn't mean that you absolutely rub it in everyone's faces every single year. Ken LeVick alive featuring Coquel. Friday edition here on ESPN 106.3 free ESPN app as well, originating from the Ann and John Levine Action and Attorney Studios downtown West Palm Beach in the Phillips Point Towers. Uh, right off of the, I don't know what the Intracoastal is <laughs> like today, and we're going to uh, pull back the fourth wall here. It is Ken Levick alive featuring Coquel, my COVID warrior. Chris Coquel is back. He is confined to his quarantine garage in Port St. Lucie. I am at home because my children's daycare is closed today for some reason. And so I am attempting to work and watch my two children because Coquel, my wife, is out of town. And this is an absolute disaster. I don't know what to do when my wife isn't here for my life purposes. And now when the kids are involved, I'm lost. I have no idea how to parent. Clearly, it's not wearing shirts because the first thing I got to see this morning is Ken's nipples. All right. Oh, man, I, I gave Coquel over a Zoom call a face full of nipples. Uh, how are you feeling, by the way, my radio life partner? Thank you, science. I'm feeling pretty good. The vaccine awesome. seems to be doing its job. And also give a shout out to a uh, Dayquil. The makers of Dayquil <laughs> brought to you by Chris Coquel. They seem to be powering me through. Well, Coquel's been looking for that endorsement. Looks like he's really fishing for uh, for Dayquil here. But but we are we are being upfront with you as we always are. This is an unconventional setup that we have. The Delta variant has uh, has has certainly affected things at ESPN West Palm. It has infected Coquel's body, but he's feeling well enough to be on the show again. I appreciate that. And while I'm not affected by COVID, I am affected by the fact that my wife decided to go out of town. How dare she? Uh, all right. no, I mean, I would, get, I would get out of here, too, right now. <laughs> uh, seriously, get she's going to Alabama. Away. She's in Alabama, and that seems like a better option than South Florida right now. When do you ever say that? I know, like ever, ever, unless you're talking about college football. But other than that, never, ever, ever. Uh, I want to talk about Field of Dreams last night, and this is my time right now to gloat. Hey, Yankees fans, eat that. Eat that so hard. Rub your face in it so hard. You thought, you thought that it was a dramatic come from behind victory in the corn on national television, but not so fast, says Tim Anderson. 
Oh, God, that felt great. That was electrifying. And I am going to say, as the only White Sox fan who lives in South Florida, the only White Sox fan who gets any regular airtime in South Florida, really in the state of Florida, that was the best moment for that franchise since they won the World Series that no one remembers in 2005. Coquel, I was in my bed. It was 1130, and I am jumping up and down on my bed like a five-year-old when Tim Anderson goes yard. I thought all was lost. There was something so electric about that last night. And to finish like that, that's one of the best regular season nights of Major League Baseball, truly. And Darren Rovell tweeted this, and I agree, in the last 20 years. I've never been more mad at myself for watching Mac Jones play quarterback instead. (laughs) You meatball. You absolute football meatball. And I do have some thoughts about Mac Jones and the Patriots and the the sudden romanticism of Mac Jones that's being wrought upon him by national media later on in today's show. But last night was awesome. That was great. Uh, Fox did a wonderful job framing that entire broadcast from the corn to the stories to the Kevin Costner first pitch while it was okay fine pun intended kind of corny it was cool it was good it was goosebump inducing stuff they didn't do the stat cast they didn't do the K zone they didn't do the launch angle graphics like they kept it simple last night that is how baseball still should be when it's televised. It was a fantastic job. Joe Buck, fantastic as always. John Smoltz, solid as always. And then it results in that dramatic finish where the Yankees put up four in the ninth, take the lead on the White Sox, who had dominated the game, and then Tim Anderson with the walk-off home run. This is what I'm fearful of, though, Coquel, because we saw it a lot with the NHL. Do you remember the first outdoor game, the Winter Classic in Buffalo, uh, New Year's Day? This was New Year's Day 2007. I remember because I was at the Outback Bowl covering Wisconsin and Tennessee when I had just moved down here. Uh, and it snowed in Buffalo between the Sabres and the Penguins. And the it was just really outstanding scenery. And it left a mark. But the NHL said, hey, people watch that. That's success. And now we have like five winter classics every single year. And it's diluted the product. Major League Baseball should not go to this well too often. Should they do another Field of Dream games? uh, Dreams game? Yeah, absolutely. Does it need to happen every year? No, probably not. Should it definitely not happen multiple times in a year? Yeah, I would hope we can all agree on that. Major League Baseball did a rare good last night. And I just I I feel like a sport, Coquel, a league that's been so wrought with bad news and calamity after calamity. It's going to be easy for them to slip into that trap. That's what I worry about. We saw it with um, I think of baseball and I think of overdoing everything when the subway series happened, when we started having interleague play and the Yankees and the Mets would play each other for one game and then they play each other for three games. Now I feel then they did. We're going to do home and home series. And now no one cares when they play each other. Just like when they decided to put the the divisions to play 19 games against you. I don't care when the Yankees play the Red Sox anymore because I feel like the Yankees play the Red Sox every other Tuesday. So it means yeah. nothing. You can overkill the special thing you have. That's a good call with the uh, with the interleague play because that was cool at first because you never saw 
the Yankees and Mets play in the regular season. And I don't know. Uh, I, I know that way back when I was a kid, the, the White Sox and Cubs used to play one exhibition game uh, during the course of the regular season. It didn't count, but it was a crosstown classic. Did the, did the Yankees and, and Mets do that? Not that I remember growing up at all. So that's yeah, why so that, that's what made it so special. It was like, oh my god! I remember being in Yankee Stadium and being dragged out, screaming, "We got the rings!" As at Met fans, like a drunken Yankee fan, yeah, because right. it was the biggest moment ever. It was like, oh my god, they're playing each other. I'm here with the people I grew up with, and then it's like, oh yeah, they're playing again next week. Oh, now yeah. they're playing again next week. Literally oh, play. Like you bring up interleague play, and I remember it was just cool to see like the White Sox and the Reds play in the regular season because yeah. it was different. It was different, but. It happened every year. It sort of lost its luster. So then they switched up which division uh, you played. Your team was in. Maybe you're going to play the AL East or, or the NL East or the NL West. Uh, and then it turned into you're just randomly because you remember two interleague play was always the same time period every time you went into the American League or the National League. Then they just sort of started putting all of those interleague games on the schedule. And now you'll randomly have an American League and National League team playing a series in June, playing a series in August. So it's not a thing anymore. They successfully drove that into the ground where it didn't mean anything any longer. The NHL Winter Classic, oh, cool. It's at um, at the, the Bill Stadium. Awesome. Or it's at Wrigley Field. Cool. Or it's at Fenway Park. Nice. Now we've got five of them every single year. The Winter Classic doesn't mean anything. We're having them at like Lake Tahoe. We're having them at the Cotton Bowl. Like, what are we doing with that now? It's lost its luster. And I I don't think that the Field of Dreams game should even be annual, though. I don't think there's any need for that. I think that you almost you you do this like uh, the Gold Cup in soccer every two years, or you do it like the World Cup every four years. But keep people wanting more. Less is more in this spot. Um, the, the, the absence makes the heart grow fonder. I feel like that's the way. If you're really going to romanticize this and say this is the roots of baseball, this at its core is its purest form, then make it like that. Don't oversaturate it. Should the Field of Dreams game in baseball be played every year? You can tweet at us at ESPN West Palm, at ESPN West Palm. Uh, should the Field of Dreams game be played every single year? I, I, I can just see the Rob Manfred after seeing what the ratings are going to be and seeing the social media reaction and that Tim Anderson walk-off home run, uh, just the coolest guy in the sport, by the way. But that's been making the rounds on social media, millions and millions of views and clicks. And there's been a lot of praise for Major League Baseball. For the first time in a long time, heaps of praise being placed on Major League Baseball. And don't you just feel like Rob Manfred is going to consume that, eat that, and say, we're doing it three times a year. Send everybody to Dyersville, Iowa. I just have a bad feeling that's how this is going to turn out. I don't mind them going every year, but one game. That's it. One game. It's got to it be one if they're going to do it every special. year. Let it be yeah. special and rotate which teams do it where the Yankees aren't in there again for 18 years. Like, yeah. make it, oh, my God, the Yankees are playing in there. Oh, my God, my Cardinals are playing in, in there. Make it yep. really special where you're not always going back to the well with the same teams over and over again. And then again, you can't do it more than one because you know what's coming next. All right, we're just going to do one American League and one National League. And then it's yeah. going to be, oh, we're going to just do one West Coast, one East Coast from each league. And oh, then it's going to do- be. 
And then it'll be like, we're going to have an all-star game at the field of dreams. And yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Like they're going to, they're going to screw it up. I, I just wonder though, just to, so the White Sox are the core team in field of dreams. Okay. Um, and uh, I wonder if, do you just recycle different teams each year? Do you keep the White Sox as a constant or until, or do you bring back the team that wins in a given season? Or how do you, that's how, a cool like, idea. Is there an incentive to the an incentive to win there that, that makes it every year a little bit more urgent? Like, Hey, we want to come back. We want to give this to our fans every year. So the team that wins gets to come back for a second year. That's an amazing idea to have the team that wins gets the home field and that's their field until they lose it because there is a little excitement to it. It is a special place, but again, just that one game. So you get to go back and then I'm sure people will complain. Well, my team has to travel there every year, but let's just enjoy that moment of that's our place. The White Sox can own it. And if they win every year, let them play there for 20 years, but they don't get to play the Yankees again until they've played every other team in baseball. I am flying so high off of such a random regular season game. Like I, I can't, when I said earlier that this is the best moment and this is sad, but this is the best moment in white Sox franchise history since they won the world series. I'm being a hundred percent honest and they've made the playoffs twice since they won the world series last night, the spectacle, it just made it feel massive. It made it feel so big time and i'm not even a huge field of dreams movie fan like i don't i don't think that it is this great transcendent film i think it's a little bit lame at times the premise is questionable sketchy at best but but like last night was just cool if you're a sports fan and couldn't appreciate the visuals last night like that was just Awesome. Hold on, Coquel. Hold on. Yes, Adeline. I'm trying to make a point about the field of dreams and trying to make a point about the White Sox. What do you need? Leah spilled my bubbles and it's a big mess. Oh, Leah spilled oh, bubbles no. in a mess. Oh, no. All right. I'm going to have to go and clean that up in a second. I'll be right there, okay? Awesome. Okay. I'll, I'll be there in one second and I'll clean it up. Well, Coquel, this happened. is going to be. Ken, you're a parent. You're a bad dad. We know that already. So this is what you got to do. There's going to be bubbles I... everywhere. Listen, girls. Go start throwing things. Ken's got a show to do. He can't <laughs> eat until the commercial break. Go eat sugar. Go eat candy. What do you want? Don't encourage them. Stop encouraging them, Coquel. So, again, just to give some context to what the hell just happened is I was making a great baseball point, if I may say so myself. I am at home because my wife decided that she was going to go visit a friend in Alabama. God forbid the daycare is closed today. So I'm trying to do this show while watching two of my daughters. And now bubbles have spilled outside on the patio and all hell is broken loose. I love that you're you're saying it's on the patio. That's right on your couch. I'm being told it's in the house. Okay, There's no Eddie, doubt you. in my mind, Ken. Oh boy, you you got your hands full over there at the Lavica household. Oh my good lord. So should the Field of Dreams game be played every single year? Go ahead and tweet at us at ESPN West Palm at ESPN West Palm. I told Coquel earlier today this was going to be a wreck and we are well on our way. Uh, but the Field of Dreams game last night was that was awesome. 
That was really, really cool. And back to my point before Bubblegate took place, you don't even have to be a fan of the movie to appreciate the corn, to appreciate uh, the small but passionate crowd, to appreciate really everything being stripped down. From a television standpoint, Coquel, the fact that it was just the pictures, the fact that it was just Joe Buck and John Smoltz, and that was it. Like, I loved it. Baseball gets too numbery. Baseball gets too um, uh, too much in the weeds of sabermetrics, especially on television now. That was baseball last night. That is what you love about baseball. When Costner turned around, and I had a feeling it was coming, but you just, because of the way he stopped and kept looking back, and you could tell he missed his mark because then he walked another 10 feet, stopped and yeah. looked back again. Yeah. And then the players came out of the cornfield out of nowhere. That was cool. That was really like, cool to see the Yankees I, and the White Sox walk out because I didn't know that was going to happen for sure. They hadn't announced yeah. that they were doing that and they just brought them out just like in the movie. Yeah, I, I thought I thought that I was at first I rolled my eyes. I'm like, oh, God, that's so corny. But it was cool. Like it, it gave me goosebumps. And yes, corny. That, that was a pun. Again, I did it again. OK, uh, but Tim Anderson with the walk off last night. But Major League Baseball, I'm urging you. I'm pleading with you. Do not overdo it don't saturate this to a point where it doesn't mean anything anymore ken levick alive featuring ken. coquel ken yeah. you got you're the colonel of your house you got things to take care of let's just take a quick break <laughs> oh man i'm about to colonel stalk off the show ah! ken levick alive featuring coquel presented by the fau nba sport management program maybe dr jim reardon wants to come over here and help me parent my children today he's the presenting sponsor the presenting partner of ken levick alive featuring coquel 22 years he's been doing it i can't wait till my daughters turn 22 and they're out of the house 22 years of him running the FAU MBA sport management program and changing lives. Why? Because he's setting the base for students to get into the sports industry. It's a passion of his. And if you want to get into the sports industry, there's no better way than to uh, do it with the FAU MBA sport management program. That MBA in sport management from Florida Atlantic is worth its weight in gold. We're talking professional sports, game day operations, all across college athletics. You have uh, graduates of the FAU MBA sport management program. George Lindley, our guy at the Paul Beach County Sports Commission. That's right. You guessed it. FAU MBA sport management grad. And you can be a part of this, too, with professors that are in the sports industry, passing along firsthand knowledge. Here's the website. Write it down. Commit it to memory. FAU.edu slash MBA sport. FAU.edu slash MBA sport. The FAU MBA sport management program. You can take classes remotely. So you're going to be 22 years old right out of school or you're 40 something and looking for a career change. You can take these courses and do it successfully. FAU.edu slash MBA sport remote classes or on campus in Boca Raton, the FAU MBA sport management program. Boo-hoo! Ryan Fitzpatrick can't stop talking about how the Dolphins wronged him. Did the Dolphins really wrong him? We'll come back. He's Coquel. I'm Ken Lavica, and we're on ESPN 106.3.